This is Milan Cordoba Generation Justice, and I'm speaking with Nicholas Voltero, Civic Engagement Coordinator for Mayor Keller's office with the city of Albuquerque. Nicholas, welcome to Generation Justice. Thank you so much for having me, Milian. I really appreciate the airtime and, and uh, appreciate the, the mission that you guys are coming at this with. No problem. So the first question, just to get started, um, can you please tell us more about yourself? Uh, I am an Albuquerque local, uh, graduated from Highland High School, uh, and received both of my degrees from the University of New Mexico. I uh, have been an activist here locally for many years doing legislative and administrative advocacy um, in municipal and state governments. And I um, am also really passionate about media justice. I am a co-founder of a local street newspaper called Two Way Street. And uh, last time I was on KUNM, I was um, actually advocating against city policy. So I'm really excited to be here advocating for it this time. Okay, good. Um, could you just give us like a little more in depth about your position, like specifically what your position does? And Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Mayor Keller, uh, when he came, came into office, really saw a need for, for government to be more participatory. Our mission really is to turn city government inside out uh, and to give residents across Albuquerque an opportunity to participate meaningfully in the work that's being done by our city of Albuquerque departments and also find a way to really formalize, elevate, and amplify the work that's being done all across our city by residents and by organizations out there doing the work. Okay, thank you. Could you just help us understand why the city of Albuquerque is committed to the civic engagement efforts? Albuquerque is such a diverse community. The work that we do serves people of every socioeconomic status, historically underrepresented communities, people all across the city. There's so much going on here locally, so much interest in making a difference uh, that really putting the resources and, and manpower toward that so that we can elevate the work that's being done at the local level is really important. We can't do everything ourselves as government. We, we have to I think coordinate and collaborate in new ways. So we're just excited to be part of that effort and excited to help bring voices to the table that, that have not had an opportunity to participate in the past. I love that, thank you. We all are aware of a COVID-19 pandemic. What are the newest efforts you are involved in now that we are experiencing the COVID-19 pandemic? Well, it's all happening so fast. We're really lucky as an office. When we got on, we first kind of did a, an internal needs assessment and, and shored up our resources so that we could administer the program effectively. Our first efforts were around streamlining the city of Albuquerque's volunteer systems. And I think that we've done a really good job with that. We have more than a dozen departments that incorporate volunteers into their work regularly. And we're driven to incorporate interns uh, into our departments as well with departments that have never before had community representation in, in their work. So, so we rebuilt from the ground up the volunteer management process across departments. Uh, and by doing that, we really set ourselves up well with the kind of system that could manage uh, a community-wide effort. We caught some bad press for our volunteer management site at, in its pre, uh, previous iteration that was uh, introduced back in 2015. But the new One Albuquerque Volunteers platform has really let us be on top of uh, all the work that's being done in the community, more so than we ever have. And it's 
every day we see new efforts organically developing all across Albuquerque. You know, people sewing masks, people who are interested in providing mutual aid to their neighbors, to their families, to their, you know, close networks. We see people who want to get out and make a difference with services that are being offered, new organizations coming up to offer services, and it's really exciting. Every day, I think we come across a new organization coming up to fill a need that was previously unmet. So every day is a new a new can of worms uh, as far as what's going on in the community. And with our volunteer management platform, really been able to not only help coordinate those efforts, but you know stay on top of what's happening. And for our um, the, the city of Albuquerque, because we've declared a, a public health emergency, we are eligible to receive a FEMA public assistance grant. And ordinarily, those kinds of grants are are offered for volunteer work specifically related to uh, whatever emergency is is being declared. So whether that emergency is being declared for a a natural disaster, in the instance of flooding, uh, volunteer work can be reimbursed by the federal government uh, at at $25.43 an hour. So previously, you know, for a flood, that would be like filling, uh, filling sandbags or creating flood barriers. But the scope of reimbursable services for a public health emergency such as this is incredibly broad. So we're trying to capture as many volunteer hours as we possibly can so that we can bring those funds right back into Albuquerque to help us recover from the pandemic. So you kind of said that at the end, um, the vol- we try to get like, the volunteer hours so we can make a difference. The next question is, tell us why the city's effort to log volunteer hours can make a difference for us. Well, the, the city of Albuquerque, I think that most people think of the city or the government as, as outside of themselves. But with our office and, and with this administration, we really try to turn city government inside out, not only giving people an opportunity uh, to, to make a difference or have their voices heard who were previously not able to. What we're also doing is, you know, really trying to, to elevate the work being done in, in the community. Uh, and it's, it's all for our mutual benefit. So when we're talking about services that city can provide. You know, we, we provide meals to uh, children and families through our, our family and community services department at community centers. We provide meals to seniors through our senior centers. We manage on behalf of the public all of our cultural resources, you know, libraries, the zoo, the biopark. Residents are the ones who own this infrastructure and own these services, and they're provided for the benefit of residents. So in addition to being inclusive, you know, we really, we are providing so many resources to people in the community who need them and rely on regular access to these services, particularly in meal sites and in, in um, you know, early childhood development services. So when we're talking about, you know, impact to the community, the services that are offered by the city are, are offered by residents for the benefit of residents. And, and we're just happy to be the intermediaries protecting, preserving, and, and helping to continue providing these services to people all across Albuquerque. Thank you for that. So next question, uh, we noticed on your website that it asks for your organization name. Can individuals who are not associated with an organization log in their hours? Absolutely. The cool part about the, uh, the new volunteer platform is that anyone can log hours. They can log their hours individually. We do, for people who are setting up organization profiles, we do ask for their organization name, but that doesn't mean that you have to be an established organization here in the community. If you're you know, a leader with a vision and a mission and, and passion to 
make a difference in the community, you can create an organization profile so that you can use some of the utilities that we offer to, to manage volunteers. Our office is filled with you know, myself and, and David, uh, as well as our VISTAs, people who are very familiar with um, you know, volunteer management logistics. And the site's designed to help facilitate uh, leaders in the community, not just organizations, but anyone who wants to make a difference to not only recruit volunteers, but effectively manage those volunteers. So the system facilitates, uh, you know, emailing to your, your volunteers through kind of a form email function. It lets you manage those volunteer hours. So it helps us capture the hours, but, you know, logging hours, signing in volunteers, anyone who's managed volunteers knows the kind of lift and time required to undertake those functions. So we, when we created this platform, really wanted to prioritize it as, a, as an asset to the community and to people who are doing the work. So we've set it up so that we can facilitate the leadership, the distributed and kind of decentralized leadership that we see all across Albuquerque with organizations and, and with individuals who wanna make a difference. Uh, you don't have to have an organization to get up on the site and to use the, uh, the benefits of the site. Uh, it's just designed to help elevate and amplify your impact as, a, as an advocate in the community. I think it's a really great resource, actually. So tell us more about the, what ways um, this federal money would be used by the city. City funding is, uh, you know, one of those complex topics. City funds that come in through various revenue sources, you know, we do have taxes that go into the city's general fund. Uh, we have uh, allocations from the state government and from federal government for various categories of services. Some of that money is earmarked for specific purposes. Some of it is not and can be used generally. But all of all the resources that come into the city are allocated by the city council. They're the ones who decide you know, what money goes to what purposes. Uh, the administration plays a, a role in, in how those funds are spent. We do have certain dollars allocated for specific purposes. We have dollars allocated to our administrative departments who are providing these services directly. So when the money comes in from FEMA, it'll really go into the, the general fund and the, the city council will you know, identify the best uses for the kind of collective Albuquerque that it can identify. How they, how they decide to spend that money really is up to them, but city council is also a very participatory process. Mm -hmm. um, you know, everyone has a city councilor. You can talk to them about, about your needs. You can, uh, and they're the real decision makers in the community who can, you know, allocate funds to uh, organizations and allocate funds to, to city programming to continue the programming, uh, given the potential budgetary shortfall that, that we'll encounter due to the decreased economic activity uh, because of COVID-19. Thank you. So what are more of the recovery and response efforts that the city is working on? Well, the city's coordinating most of their efforts through um, the Emergency Operations Center. Uh, that lets us, uh, you know, mobilize certain resources, allocate PPE where it's needed most. As far as volunteer efforts, some of those are, are being managed from the department level. So our animal welfare department, uh, you know, they're still using volunteers to uh, help animals in our community. Uh, we've got volunteers uh, with our Office of Emergency Management who are providing their community emergency response team. Uh, they're providing some screening services at the Emergency Operations Center at City Hall. We have Medical Reserve Corps and some CERT volunteers over at the, um, you know, screening folks at the Westside Emergency Housing Shelter. While we have some volunteers 
who are part of our departments doing work, we're seeing so much coming from, from the community as well. Thank you. Are you working with the grassroots mutual aid groups? We have reached out to the grassroots mutual aid groups there. I mean, they're doing such fantastic work in the community and really filling a need that the city has yet to, to fill. Uh, we have some irons in the fire as far as mutual aid goes. We are reaching out to them to see how we can help elevate and amplify their work and also capture the hours that their volunteers are contributing to the community so that we can add that to the funds that come in from FEMA through, through public assistance. But uh, I, I, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. We're still waiting on, um, on our funder who is uh, one of our VISTA funders. We have a, a Bloomberg Cities of Service grant. Uh, so we're, we're looking into mutual aid options there. Uh, and we hope to have some, some kind of uh, iteration of mutual aid that really engages folks at the grassroots level here up shortly. But we are reaching out to you know, organizations that are providing mutual aid, organizations putting together PPE for our frontline healthcare workers, first responders, uh, and helping to allocate masks to uh, you know, uh, grocery store workers who are still hard at work and helping our community access necessary resources during this time. We also see um, UNM students. We're, we're working with Corona Care NM and uh, they're a group of UNM grad students who uh, were working with frontline healthcare workers, identified their greatest needs, which are around childcare and, and accessing basic necessities and have created a, an organization to fill that need. So, so it's so interesting now to see, you know, the, the unmet needs in the public sector Mm -hmm. uh, being filled by, by community advocates and leaders all across Albuquerque. Any way we can help coordinate with their work, formalize their work into some of the services that we're providing, and, and just help them have the biggest impact they possibly can. Okay, thank you for that. We know you want to get your information out there, so uh, where can people go to find more information about this program? They can uh, contact my office directly. I'm happy to field any questions that anyone in our community has. Uh, if they want to get out and make a difference, they can also access our volunteer platform online. The volunteer platform is 1abqvolunteers.com, spelled out O-N-E-A-B-Q, volunteers with an S, dot com. My office line's forwarding directly to my cell. So, um, you know, I'd encourage anyone in the community to call me at uh, 768-3052, uh, area code 505, and, and I'm happy to help coordinate with you directly or help get you connected with an organization in town that's already doing the work. Thank you. We know you have a lot of time, and I just want to thank you for being here. Um, is there anything else you would like to add? I think the greatest thing we can do at the moment is just send a thank you to the people who are working, uh, you know, being first responders, helping to provide essential medical care, providing support to our community if they're working, uh, you know, working at a grocery store, interacting with the public, or even if they're helping to keep the shelves the city is just so grateful for all the work that's being done out there by our essential workers and so grateful for all of the support that we're getting from community organizations and leaders in our community at this time who are stepping up uh, and doing the work. Uh, always happy to uh, connect in a meaningful way with people who are out doing the work and, uh, and find a way to collaborate. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to say, um, take time to say thank you, Nicholas Voltero showing that the community is the most important like idea and we put community first in Albuquerque. I, I just want to say thank you. Well thank you Milian. I appreciate you having me. I appreciate Generation Justice for uh, you know 
bringing these uh, these issues to such a, a broad segment of the population. It's uh, just great to have public access programming and, and uh, a real community voice uh, available to us uh, on the radio waves. So thank you. No problem. For Generation Justice, I'm Milian Cordova.